All right, guys. So with all of this political unrest going on, I know, I know that the past few episodes have been a little political. They've been a little political. Hopefully you have not been raging so much and hopefully you've just been able to appreciate another person's opinion who is not an extremist on either side. Now, with that being said, the First Amendment, freedom, 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 freedom of speech. It's very important. It's very important. You know, I feel like freedom of speech online is important. But the thing is, is that when you're using other people's platforms, when you're out in a, in public arenas, when you're putting things into the atmosphere, just because free speech exists does not mean that that speech does not garner consequences. Okay, you can see a very attractive lady and you can say something quite vile to her in a work setting. What does that target you for? Well, well, that means you're going to get a, a harassment charge and you're likely going to get let go by HR. Now, you had the freedom to say that you probably shouldn't have Well, you shouldn't have. And then you got fired. So therefore, there were consequences to your actions. That did not mean that someone hogtied you and said that you cannot say said thing. So then this leads to a little bit of a different precedent. We've seen over the past week, our current sitting president get knocked off for a couple of hours, then banned from specific social networks. And a lot of people would say, well, he can say what he wants to. Correct. He absolutely can. And this is something that I battle with often. Of course, he can say what the heck he wants to. He's an individual. He's an adult. He can say what he wants to. But certain platforms have terms of service. It's kind of like, oh, I'm on a highway. I can drive how I want to. I don't want to go. I don't want to go 50. I'm going to go 70. Sure. No one is stopping you. But since that's the speed limit, you still might get a ticket. So, guys, let's talk about free speech on the Internet. What is happening to it? Is it setting a bad precedent by banning the president's account? Yeah, this is about to be a fun one. Welcome to In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. This is a tech podcast all about you, the listener. My aim is to educate, inform, and most importantly, empower you with the tools that you need to face this ever-changing world of technology. So let's get into it, shall we? Well, isn't this turning to be a super fun episode already? And the only thing that I did was introduce it. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about this free speech thing on the Internet and how it works. Now, first and foremost, you might be a conservative, and if you are, I've got my cup here for your tears. Liberals, I've got a cup available for you as well. This is not aimed to 
poke fun at either side. What I am here to do is state the facts and look at things as they have been happening in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. Okay? Okay. So now that that disclaimer is out of the way, let's talk about free speech on the internet, how it works, and let's also talk about how it works in real life. First and foremost, people are talking about, oh my gosh, you're you're impending on my First Amendment rights for not allowing me to talk trash on these social networks. I have to be able to freely express myself. But let's let's read the text of the First Amendment. And I quote, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Notice, it talks about the government not being able to limit free speech, not a platform. Let me repeat that. It talks about the government not being able to limit free speech, not a platform. So what is a platform? What is a platform? Twitter, Facebook, heck, Reddit, all of the rest of these where you can go and freely post what you want. Those are platforms. But here's the thing. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of this little thing called TOS. I've talked I've talked about it before on the podcast. Terms of service. Anytime. And, and see, here, here's the problem. The problem is that individuals, you, me, none of us, we don't always read these terms of service when we're signing up. You know, some people just really want to play that game. Some people just really want to post that meme. Some people just want to incite violence. You know, some people just really want to talk crap about a particular race. And, you know, all of that is your own prerogative. But that does not mean that your prerogatives may or may not come with consequences. So when it comes to a platform, they can do what you want. They can do whatever the heck they want to do. They can kick you off for not posting. That's their prerogative. Because if you're going to operate within the walled garden, and we talk about walled gardens of Apple and things like that, where you have to abide by their rules or things are just not going to work. We talk about that and we respect that. But then when it comes to someone getting kicked off of Twitter or a group getting silenced on Facebook. Oh, you guys don't want conservatives to talk. I don't care. And I don't believe that these platforms care whether you're a conservative, whether you're a liberal, whether you could give a crap about either and you're just posting junk. These platforms don't care about your political alignment. They care that you're operating within their terms of service. Now, here's the thing. We're driven by capitalism in the United States, okay? 
And what's funny is that some of the people that are investing in these companies, now they're mad because they can't talk on them. But it's just like you, we, us, the consumer, we have given them the power that they have. Think about it. Think about it for one second. Why do you think Facebook is this freaking monolith that essentially just rolls and does whatever it wants to? It infringes upon everyone's privacy. It's because you've allowed it. You have allowed it. Why you posting pictures of your baby every time they blink an eye by posting every single shot that that you want to post whenever you're on your vacation, let announcing to the world that you're not at your house. Hey, you know, you have allowed it. It is our own faults. While the platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Microsoft, all the rest of these guys have the power that they have. It's not the government's fault, but the government has seemingly allowed it because the government is all about capitalism. It's all about market. It's all about those stock market tickers going up leading to the fact that it's all about the money so to sum it up the government can't stop a platform from kicking individuals off and a platform doesn't give a crap about your first amendment rights They care about your First Amendment rights in context. They want to make sure that you can post and share and get information out to your friends, find out what the heck is going on within bounds, within limits that they set that you agree to when you sign up, when you enter your first and last name, when you pick out a username. When you set your password and you hit agree. And usually, usually, before you hit agree, you have the opportunity to either click a link or view within a very beautiful text box, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of terrible legalese saying just that. We can kick you if we want to. So now we've actually, for the first time, had a sitting president get banned on particular social media networks. So first, let's talk about Twitter. And, you know, people have so many problems with Twitter. Um, It's personally the only social network that I have. If you want to talk to me in any type of method in real life, if you know me in real life, hey, you have a method to contact me. If you're a fan of the podcast, first and foremost, I appreciate you listening and I really appreciate your support over these years. Twitter is the only way that you can get in contact with me, that is. Okay, so Twitter is one of my favorites, but they actually permanently banned a sitting president. Now, we know for some reason, Twitter has been the only way for Donald Trump to say certain things. 
you know, in the past, you know, more traditional presidents, they have addressed the media. But Donald Trump, he has consistently acted as if the media is out to get him. But I don't think that they were so much out to get him, but they were critical of what he said because it made them double take because it was sometimes incite people to do crazy things or sometimes they were just straight. The claims that he made were straight up untrue, but that's not the topic of this conversation. The topic is Twitter banning President Trump in an article from MSN News. We're going to go through this. We're going to go through this. So Twitter permanently banned President Donald Trump on Friday, days after a pro-Trump mob stormed the U.S. Capitol, leaving five individuals dead. And I quote, this is a quote from Twitter. After close review of recent tweets from the at real Donald Trump account and the context around them, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. End quote. The ban comes after the president incited a mob that broke into the U.S. Capitol building, disrupting Congress's certification of Joe Biden as the president-elect. Twitter initially put a 12-hour ban on Trump's account for, quote-unquote, repeated and severe violations of our civic integrity policy after he posted messages repeating lies that the election was stolen. So here's the thing. When we're talking about an election being stolen, we have had many, many, many presidential elections in the United States. You know, over 40 to be exact. You know, if you just want to, you just want to be scientific here. Over 40 to be exact. Why did all of a sudden this happen to be the one where someone was just cheated so much? Why was it just this one involving just this particular guy? Here's the thing. Here is the thing. Like, if you're going to cheat, like, just cheat in everything. You know, like, if the liberals want to cheat for the Democrats, don't just cheat in the presidential election. Make sure that all of the rest of these seats are just locked up. You know, like, if you're going to go, like, go big or go home. Like, we don't have time for this little crap. You know, like, if you're just, if you're going to do it, you need to do it. But... We live in a world where everybody is out to get this guy in his own head. And that's just not the case. It's just not the case. Additionally, just not in regards to Twitter, Facebook also temporarily put an indefinite ban on Trump that it said would last at least through Inauguration Day. So... Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the risks are, quote, are simply too great, end quote, to allow Trump continued access after he used the platform, quote unquote, to incite violence 
insurrection against a democratically elected government, end quote. Here's the thing. Did Donald Trump specifically say, hey, you know what? Storm the Capitol, break out windows and attack individuals. He did not, but he left the door open for those things to happen. Let's keep this going. So here's the thing. In wrapping up about that, you can say what you want, when you want. But context absolutely matters. Social situations certainly matter. And location certainly matters. You can climb the top of a mountain and you can scream expletives to your heart's delight. No one is going to stop you. But let's transport you to the middle of a shopping mall where children are, where you have certain individuals that might not want to hear that. You might be removed from that shopping mall. You might see a mother cover the ears of her small children. You might see more religious types looking at you with distaste. That does not mean that it is wrong for you to say that. That does not mean that you don't have the freedom to say that. But the issue comes along is that we're dealing with other people. When you live in a society, you kind of have to recognize that there are other individuals around you and context matters. And there are some that simply don't want to hear that crap. And given certain situations, you could be removed completely from a situation. So let's talk about this app called Parler. Okay. P-A-R-L-E-R. It's been removed from the App Store and it's been removed from the Play Store. But what was it? Parler was essentially a bastion of free speech where people could go, primarily conservatives, people could go and say whatever the heck they wanted to say without, without. Out the liberal overlords telling them that they could not. Or in hindsight, it's just a cesspool for, you know, right wing extremists. Noticed I said extremists to go and incite violence, use racial slurs. Oh, Dexter, they're not doing that. They don't do that on parlor. They don't use racial slurs. They don't incite violence. Okay, let's give you some posts from parlor. At wrongest slur. Quote, sounds like war. It would be a pity if someone with explosive trainings were to visit, were to pay a visit to some AWS data centers, the locations of which are public knowledge. End quote. 
Oh, they, you know what? They don't use racial slurs. Quote, giving N words the right to vote was a mistake. 1.1 thousand comments. 6.4 echoes. 25,000 upvotes. They don't do those things on Parlor. They don't do those things. They don't incite political uprisings. Really. Quote. Everyone should stock up today and be prepared to hunker down for 10 to 12 days while the Trump team takes action and the new government is put in place. For those wondering, Pence did his duty. He did not betray Trump. Without his actions, there would have been no insurrection. Now Trump has them right where he wants them. Share this. Share on Twitter and other social media outlets so real patriots Stay strong and stay the course and keep faith in Pence. The storm is upon us. You know, Parlor is just such is such a nice place. It's such a nice place. It's such a great, great place because, you know, they don't incite violence. They don't. They don't get political uprest going and they and they always shut down racism. They always do this. They always do this. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Here's the thing, man. If the individuals who were going to the Capitol, if they would have just walked around holding their signs, regardless of what side of the fence you stand on, it doesn't matter. You should just shut up and be okay with it because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to be able to peacefully protest Things that we do not like. That is okay. I'm all for protesting. Black Lives Matter? Oh, yes, because they do. And some of you seem to forget. And even things that I don't agree with, if you're peacefully doing it, it doesn't matter. It's okay for you to stand up for what you believe in. But what is not okay are riots and mobs. So, let's talk about that, right? First and foremost, all riots are wrong. If you're rioting for Donald Trump and MAGA making America great again, you're wrong. If you're at a Black Lives Matter protest and you start bursting out windows of these poor businesses that are already struggling, by the way, You're also wrong. All of you people rioting, what you have done essentially is let your emotions get the best of you. And now you're making your entire cause look bad. But you know what? 
one thing that I want you to see really quick before I move on is that I want you to see the two Americas that are in place. Okay. A lot of times, and these are things that we have seen, especially in the year of 2020, we saw lots of black, black lives matter protests and the death of George Floyd. We've seen the protests and we've seen police be belligerent against the protesters. We have seen so many armed guards standing while people are just walking, chanting and hold, holding signs. We've seen police ready hours before protests began. We've seen people, you know, you have to have something out there before you can do a protest. Yeah, we've seen all of that. Just because people are protesting against police brutality. But no, Dexter, police brutality doesn't exist in America. Shut up. It always has. But as I said, riots are always wrong. But let, let's show, let's show, let's put on display these riots, okay? Black Lives Matter riots. The protest start, starts off peaceful. Most of the time they do. Let's just be honest about that. But what have I seen? I've seen stealing of groceries. I've seen TVs get stolen. I've seen looting. I've seen stealing of shoes, things like that. I mean, that's stupid as heck. I'm sorry. And if you stole something, <laughs> you deserve to go to jail. Point blank period. But let's 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 flip this. Let, let's get some more facts out there, right? Okay. Okay. We've seen the protest, the mob, after Donald Trump spoke to them, they stormed the Capitol building, going after members of Congress, attacking congressional police, and committing federal crimes. That's a little bit of a higher scale than someone stealing a pair of Air Force Ones. I'm just saying. The differences are here. But some of the things that we did not see, we didn't necessarily see the police insurgency. We didn't see all of these armed, armed police officers. We didn't see all of that there. I wonder why that is. Hmm. All right. All right. So do you see the difference? Some of you aren't. And, you know, that's just your bias showing. That's all that that is. That is all that that is. And the reason why Donald Trump got kicked off of these platforms is because these platforms believe that he incited the violence. He incited them. Here's the thing. He's the th here's the thing. And I quote, we want to be so respectful of everybody, Mr. Trump said, before describing his political opponents as bad people, of course, end quote. And we are going to have to fight much harder. And Mike Pence isn't going to have to come through for us. He's going to have to come through for us. And if he doesn't, that will be a sad day for our country because you're sworn to uphold our Constitution.
This egregious assault on our democracy. He and his supporters should, quote unquote, walk, walk down to the Capitol. Quote, we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen. And we are probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you will never take back our country with weakness. Additionally, of course, Rudy Giuliani, he addressed the crowd and said trial by combat in response to the Democrats to win the election. So did Donald Trump tell the crowd watching him to go and blow up and attempt to just lose their mind at the Capitol. He didn't, but he left the door open for it. And that is where that's the problem here. That's the problem here. So, you know what? That spiked, that sparked him and subsequent tweets that sparked Twitter and Facebook to act. But what happened? People have been storming to parlor because, you know, their rights are being infringed upon by the Facebooks, by the Twitters, because they can't say what they want to. And like I said, you can say what you want to, but social context matters. Instead, there's essentially acts of domestic terrorism at the United States Capitol. Oh, Dexter, this was not terrorism. And I'm going to end on this. You know, I decided to go to the FBI's website. I'm not a fan of government organizations, first and foremost. But let's define domestic terrorism. Violent. Five people killed. Criminal acts. Stealing of podiums. Breaking and entering. Criminal acts committed by individuals and or groups to further ideological goals stemming from domestic influence such as those of a political religious social racial or environmental nature so guys yes you can say what you want to at the end of the day but the box that you say it in matters and i'm going to end with this statement And this might be a controversial statement to some of you. This might be a controversial statement. But has freedom of speech ever existed? Yeah, I'm just going to say no. It never has. At least, not without consequence. Guys, until next time. I'll holler at you. So if you're getting to this, I want to thank you for listening to that 30 minute episode. This is definitely one of the longest, if not the longest episode that I've ever produced of the show. And it means a lot for you sticking through to the end. Of course, I tried to present as much information as I could but here's the thing, guys. Everybody has a bias. Whether or not you're willing to admit it, you have one. I have one. Your friend next door has one. We all have inherent and explicit 
biases, whether we acknowledge them or we don't. And free speech is something that I feel like is incredibly important. Even when I talk with some of my friends who are also more on the liberal spectrum, they tell me, hey, we know that you're a proponent of free speech. What do you feel about this? Should someone be able to say this? And I'm like, yeah, they should be able to say it. And they'll be like, hey, what well, do you think it should be taken down? And I'm like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll never forget. It was it was an instance where Trump said something. This was like in late November. And it was about I think it was about the election. And one of my friends asked me, they were like, hey, they thought that this should be taken down. And I was like, well, it's not technically breaking any of the rules. I mean, is it breaking a rule for him to say this thing? No. So in that case, it shouldn't be taken down. And, you know, it's one of those things when you're dealing with the public space, you have to you have to deal in the public rules, whether you believe those rules or not. That's just that's just the nature of the beast. If you're going to go to the grocery store, wear a shirt and shoes or else you're going to get kicked out of the grocery store. It doesn't mean that you're inherently bad. But sometimes you can be a lot of these rules and precautions and terms of service that are put in place is to maintain the sanctity and to maintain a certain level of communication on these social platforms. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and say that Parler should exist because I think that it is a vile platform. And I honestly think a lot of the users are there solely to post violent, racist, homophobic and crazy, maniacal, misleading things. Now, if someone wants to build up their own server where they make the rules as to what applications are hosted there and they decide to bring up Parler again on their own accord, then so be it. But the thing is, is when you're operating in a space where others are sharing that space and they're saying these are the terms of service, that I don't feel bad if you get axed, especially when your platform promotes violence, incites racism, and all of that and the above. So guys, yes, I believe in free speech wholeheartedly, which is why I'm always working in the gray area, so to speak. But I do believe that we need to adhere to the terms of service. And do we all break them in ways? Yes. Most of the time, nothing happens out of it. But if it does, it's kind of your own fault. So remember that. Remember that about all this free speech stuff, because at the end of the day, you don't have free speech. You do, but you don't. It's kind of the same way where you live in a free society in the United States, but you don't because you're paying taxes. You're paying this, that and the third. You buy your house. Cool. You're still paying property taxes on it. You got your car. Cool. You're still paying emissions on that. You got to pay taxes on your tax. You're like... Essentially, someone is always going to get theirs and you're always going to have to answer to someone when you're living in a society. That is why societies work, not because people go out here and do whatever the heck they want to do. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of In the Weeds with Dexter Johnson. I'm hoping you're coming away more empowered, educated, and enthralled in the technological world. Be sure to tell a friend, share this episode, and follow me on Twitter at Dexter underscore Johnson. And most importantly, stay tuned for future episodes. Until next time.